0: Welcome to The Revolution Solution, the podcast where we answer your questions about life, love, and even some of your silly topics that you submit to us. I'm John Alden.
1: I'm Lef Lane.
0: I'm Luke Sanders. Yeah, this week joining us, Luke Sanders, he actually has his own podcast. What's He's he called? got a
1: lot going on. The
0: <laughs> <laughs> podcast is called William's Taken. I also have a web
2: series called Chronicles. Chronicles.
0: Yeah, so be sure to check that out. He's got a lot of good stuff on there. Um, how are we all doing today, folks?
1: It's about that time of year where everyone is tired.
0: (laughs) Right in the dead middle of the semester right now. Yeah, making it through. (laughs) It feels
1: like it should have ended like three weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and jump in. We have our relationship question of the day. It goes like this it's from Angry Angela goes I've caught my boyfriend of 2 years cheating but don't but they don't know it yet. He was tagged in a photo on Facebook by some girl he was with at a party and they were all over each other. I'm assuming he didn't think I would know who this girl was. Turns out it was someone I went to high school with. Why do people cheat and how should I reveal to him that I know about this? I'm ready to let him have it.
1: intense yeah so i gotta say angry angela i immediately thought of the office (laughs) 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 yeah i love it though that's who i'm picturing sending this in um but uh all right so that is obviously an extremely crappy situation it sounds like in the picture you see them getting physical with each other and obviously everyone has different boundaries right Mm -hmm. So, so i'm i'm gonna say if that is not if if he's trying to keep it a secret from you, it's probably something that would go against your boundaries, right? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I hate to say this, but it sounds like the conversation hasn't been had yet, and that's kind of where you got to start. And I know, I know it says you're ready to let him have it, but you have to just talk to him first. It could be that he's not going to be able to work his way out of this one. It could be that there is no reasonable explanation for what you see in that picture, but you're going to have to bring it up. Like, do not let it fester inside you so that you can bring it up in an argument later like talk about it now
0: yeah i'm not sure if there was any sort of maybe events that you maybe saw leading up to this maybe a lack of communication or maybe you didn't know he was going to this party or maybe you did know and just thought that things were going to be okay you said you've been with him for two years if this is the first instance of this happening i think it's good to dive into maybe if this has happened before he's been keeping it from you or just figuring out why in his mind it was be okay for him because clearly you're not okay with it
2: I would say uh, bring it up to him and say, well, hey, um, are you seeing anybody or do you feel like you've done anything? Like that would be disrespectful to our relationship. Give him
1: the opportunity to come clean.
2: Yeah, and don't base it like that specific, but you know what I mean.
0: Because she doesn't know.
2: Yeah, and I would uh, show him the picture and see what he had to say about it. But, yeah, that's my I would
0: say if he comes clean, that's a good sign that he's maybe willing to uh, figure out how not to do that in the future and yeah. maybe he's apologetic, but if he's avoiding the situation and denying it, then there, there may be an even more intense conversation coming in the future as well. It's, it's a very sticky situation. I mean, cheating is, uh, there's not many relationships that recover from cheating. And I'm not saying that you won't recover if that's your goal. But there's going to be a lot of damage control that needs to take place in order to to mend things and get back on the right track that you hope you were on.
1: There's another part to this question, too. It says, why do people cheat? I think that there are two kinds of cheaters. There's the kind of cheater who's really like looking for something. There's the the guy who's, you know, um, maybe has some internal issues that he doesn't want to talk about Mm -hmm. with his current relationship. And he's going to actively go out and try to find someone to cheat with, you know. Um, and then there's the kind of cheater who who's not really looking to cheat, but just kind of finds himself in an, uh, the opportunity to cheat. You know what I mean? Like an, like an incidental... Like you know, succumbing to the yeah, pressure. Like, you know how there's they say there are crimes of opportunity? Mm-hmm. Like, I could go my whole life without robbing a guy. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would hope. Yeah. But if there's a dude sitting next to me asleep with, like, his bag open, then the thief is going to just go for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like he was looking out for that. It just happened to happen. So. I think that uh, not and they're both wrong. Like obviously you shouldn't cheat, but it could be um, if he were, if you were the kind who was looking for this sort of thing, there are probably underlying issues in the relationship.
0: And it really buckles down, I feel like we say this every week to a lack of communication between the two people in the relationship. So if he had an issue before where he was
1: what was that? Did you hear it? I heard that. And then <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the reaction. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I wonder if we can hear that in the recording. <laughs> um,
0: wh- wh- I'm losing my train of thought. Where, where yeah, are we it's at easy
1: here? to lose your train of thought when there's, like, a Godzilla in the next yeah. room. So. Um, um, you were talking about, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I know we were talking yeah. about
2: cheating, but, like, I mean, it just varies. Like, if he knew he was cheating, that's one thing. When Natalie was saying, like, there's two different types of cheaters— or you might just not have set that boundary in your relationship, so okay, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of
0: variables.
1: Oh, you, yeah, you really just need to talk about it. Yes, um, and
0: figuring out, bef- maybe there's something, I'm not saying that this is your fault that he cheated, because cheating is wrong in all aspects, but maybe there's something that he needs from you that he's, he's seeking in other women that... I'm not saying that you're not pleasing yeah, him. That's not me, what I'm trying me, to re, say. Let me rephrase let me rephrase <laughs> no, for John.
1: I'm saying if there's something that's pushing him away or something that he's not getting from you, that doesn't mean you need to give it to him. Yes. That means that there's there's probably a a distinct lack of compatibility or, or there's there's, you know, you're not willing to work something out or he isn't. Um and that that's fine. That's okay. Either way, it sounds like it's time to say goodbye. Low but
0: yeah, key. I would
2: say you should reveal it to him for sure. I know that was another question.
0: So how 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 can she do this without letting him have it? So I mean, clearly this anger's built up. How do you refrain from letting all that tension come out? Because I'm sure no matter what somebody can say through through a podcast or whatever, what kind of mentality does somebody like this need to have? going into these kinds of situations just so they can stay level-headed, just so the guy in the situation doesn't think that she is just losing her mind. Because there's a lot of factors that go into this kind of thing.
1: You know, people are going to say they're going to present themselves always as the hero, right? So no matter how calm she is, um, if this is a bad dude, he's probably going to present it like she's crazy anyway, right? So I think the goal for this conversation, and it is an extremely hard conversation, is if it's going to escalate, let him be the one to escalate it you know like you don't need to be the one who starts pulling out insults before he does you you need to calm down and say um uh kind of like luke was saying earlier like do you think there's something you need to tell me because i've noticed something you know i've seen something something isn't right Mm -hmm. maybe he'll say what and you can show him the picture maybe he starts calling you names that doesn't but you don't you're not the one who starts calling names you know and it sucks because you're the one who's been wronged and you're the one who's having to tiptoe around this but if you want this to get resolved in any way that's pretty i think that that's what you have to do
0: i also say try to make sure that this is a one-on-one conversation try not to get people on the outside, unless maybe you think that you're in you your there's a threat to that's maybe what be i was hit. i
1: was gonna add that if you think that this is a dangerous person please get away but if you
0: like you said you've been together for two years hopefully this isn't an abusive relationship if you can talk Talk things out in person. Try to make it a one-on-one conversation. That's what I would suggest.
2: And I will also say, just think about it. Don't just, like, because I don't know, like, what happened. Well, obviously, there's been some time since you told us about it, but um, don't just go in the moment. Like, if you're thinking about it and you're mad, just wait and calm down
0: and then talk, so.
1: Yeah, drink some tea. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and move on to our second question, our life question of the day. Natalie, what we got?
1: All right, looks like this is from Anonymous. And it says, I want to learn how to overcome the fear of speaking my own opinion to others. A lot of things I believe in, my friends and other people around me disagree with, but I still want to be heard. How do I get over this fear? I always feel like they never want to hear what I have to say because they know I'll disagree with them. Hmm
0: very tough situation so like maybe maybe you're not the most uh, outspoken person in general so maybe you're a little bit shy and uh, you're afraid of being shot down and then you get shot down and then you don't want to speak ever again i would say uh, try to figure out how open your colleagues or your friends are to like just being receptive to things in general like don't be maybe slip into something here or there and don't be afraid for them to be to disagree with you because you already know that you think they're going to do that just let them uh, let them just take in what you have to say. And don't be hostile toward them is another thing I think is important. Just say what you need to say without, uh, without showing any sort of malice, with an openness to it.
2: I would say, like, some people, they might be shy, or some people might be outspoken, but a lot of people have unique mindsets that don't go with what everybody else is thinking. Um, and sometimes people get irritated by that, so they might already be upset about that. So I would say... Um, speak your opinion when you want to, but don't like have to prove yourself all the time and argue with people because people, they're not going to listen sometimes anyway. So I would just say, know what you feel, um, believe what you think and don't look for their approval Mm -hmm. because if they're your real friends, even though they didn't agree, they will still respect you enough to hear you out.
1: I would also add, um, sometimes it's hard to just come out and say your belief just right out of the gate. Um, if you want to engage with somebody, try asking them questions, um, I took a philosophy class, and I got to say, like, half of that whole class was just people asking me questions, and I had to, I had to explain my beliefs, and sometimes my beliefs changed as a sheer result of just hmm. thinking about it in depth, you know, because you're not going to get away with, like, a, oh, it's just the way I was raised, like, you actually got to think about it. Um, so maybe instead of saying, like, I think your political beliefs suck, you know, like, why, why did you vote for that person? Um, You know, I'm not saying it's bad, not saying it's good, but I just want to see your side of the story. You know, what does that person do for you or whatever?
0: I think if you show them that you are understanding of what they're talking about, you have to agree. Mm -hmm. They'll be more open to what you have to say as well.
1: Absolutely. If you can show that you're listening to somebody, they're going to be more receptive Mm. nine times out of ten listening to you. And like I think, John, earlier, you kind of hinted at some people are just not. Gonna listen, um, or, or maybe listen. Very,
0: they're close-minded people, right?
1: Like not not everyone is gonna have their mind changed, and maybe uh, I'd say a lot of times it's because they're not willing to think, you know, super deeply about it. Like I used to kind of be like that. I used to kind of be like, this is just the thing I believe, and I'm gonna believe it. But as soon as I started questioning it, I, I figured out, yeah, I am gonna believe that, but now I have reasons. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: I think it's always good, no matter what your belief system is, to uh, be opening to to yeah. questioning everything. Not saying you shouldn't ever stop believing what you believe in now, but be open to other ideas and what people have to say because those people have a set of values as well. Whether it be uh, their their religion or their uh, sexuality, whatever it is, they have a reason for believing what they believe. And like I said, you don't have to agree, but it's good to to take what they have to say and try to understand why it's important to them
2: and i will also say like i see it in a lot of debates or whatever conversations that people take things personally i mean i get that that's your belief but don't take it so personal to where you get offended and then it becomes an argument mm-hmm. i don't i don't like those that's why i don't really do debates because it usually turns into that so i would just say don't take it too personal
0: so i think the term uh, maybe you're getting at religious debate that's something that should always be avoided because if you're A a sensitive topic like religion, if you're going to debate it, I feel like you are asking for trouble.
1: There's a time and place for it, but you
0: not in casual conversation. Don't just whip it out. (laughs) Let's have a debate right now. So, what do you
1: guys think of the Pope? You know, like I don't know. (laughs) There's a time and place for it, and I would add also, like, probably don't do it on Facebook because and everyone's going to be whipping out links and like calling you names. Facebook is the worst place to get an argument. Like. Most of the time, it's just wrong. It's just wrong, man. Just Just
0: learn to respect each other is the problem. There's too many Mm -hmm. people who think Mm -hmm. that their opinion is superior to everything and that everyone should listen to that. And
1: you can't use tone online. I mean, if you're a really good writer, you can. But, like, nine times out of ten, you're not going to be able to Just be a
0: loving human being to everybody is essentially what it is. If you you or I have a loving personality, you don't have to agree with what people say. People will respect you if you come across with the right attitude. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm they just, should. I'm I don't want to say, I don't want to say that people will respect you, but there's a better chance. Yeah,
2: I agree with that.
1: At least then if if there if the conversation goes sour, um try, at least try to make it so it didn't sour from your end, right? It was somebody else coming at you.
0: Well, let's let's try to lighten things up a yeah, little bit. It is time for our two cents questions. Our first one, what would you name your boat if you had one? Hmm. You know, people, like, I saw in a couple examples, one was, like, the, I thought of you, uh, the SS, like, Cowboy Hicker, I don't know what, what it was, but <laughs> I was know, like, no, not me, not the, for me. The
1: first thing I thought of was in BoJack Horseman, I think he gets a boat called Escape from L.A. Hmm, That's not what I'd name my boat, but <laughs> it is the first boat name that popped into my brain. I'd probably name it, um, um, uh. Mine
0: probably be the SS Hoosier Daddy. Or something along what? those lines.
1: What I don't know what I'm supposed to infer from that. Name him Bodie. Bo- <laughs> Bodie
0: could just McGo- be a little Bodie. Face.
1: I'm gonna name mine uh, Lord Mandibular's ship. It's a, it's, <laughs> my, I have a skeleton hanging in my house. He's named Lord Mandibular, so now he's gonna have a boat. How do you spell that? Uh, M A N D I B U L A R.
0: Impressive. With right. bar- Lord go, in fun. front of it, Wait, is that a character? No, you said, he's oh, just he's, he says a skeleton. He's a in your skeleton. House. Yeah, he's uh, he hangs
1: right over my TV. He's very cute. I'll send pics.
0: Oh man, <laughs> Luke, Luke, what do you got?
2: I would say SS Perry. My middle name is Perry, and I don't use that a lot, so SS Perry. That's there you cool. go. A little it personal feels, it touch. Feels right. Yeah, it feels
1: right. I like it. I guess I'll read the hey, next one. Go ahead, one. Natalie. Uh, uh, I have no idea who Natalie is. Uh, I'm left. Left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the dumbest way you've injured yourself? Oh man.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh, I was uh, living in the, well, I still live in the dorms, but I was living in a different dorm last year and I was in the room by myself, thankfully, or else I would have been laughed at horribly for (laughs) this. I was trying to jump up on my bed. So my bed was raised up to like the highest level it could be. It wasn't bunked, but it was pretty high up. Yeah, yeah. And whenever you're jumping, there's this little like guardrail on the side of the bed. oh God. And I wasn't thinking about the chance of me. I wasn't just thinking about where I was at. I was just like, let's jump up on the bed. And right there, banged my kneecap on the top. And I just sat down. And you would have thought that I just, like, stabbed a knife into Mm -hmm. myself or something. I mean, I I told my roommate when he came, I was like, you would have loved to see this. Because (laughs) I was in pain. It was dumb. It was hilarious from the outsider's perspective. (laughs) But it was incredibly painful. And it was just so... Like, if I was halfway paying attention to the position of where I was before I jumped
1: in, it wouldn't have happened. No spatial awareness whatsoever. Well, I would say, like, of course, I
2: was a kid. I got hurt. But, like, I was pretty smart. Like, I cared about safety. <laughs> so I've never broken any bones mm. or, like, anything That's like impressive. that. Uh, stitches, no. But I did get my finger slammed a in the door. And I remember ah! one time, yeah, the crap hurt. <laughs> I remember one time it was the worst. And me and my brother were arguing. And we were going through the house. He's five years older than me. Um, and for some reason, I guess I was trying to shut the door. He shut the door and my finger got caught. My nail uh, ah! ended up falling off I'm gonna go or peeling straight. off. It didn't fall off at <sighs> the moment, but it was, it was horrible. Ah! It's this nail right here. It looks different if you look, but I it hurt that. really bad. And it took like a month for it to re Wow. Yeah. Crazy.
1: You know, I that thought hurt. I was going to tell a story, but I thought of something even stupider that I did. And this was not even that long ago. So I'm an artist. I draw stuff. And uh, I don't prefer, like, really light pencils. I like really hefty pencils that have weight to them. So I usually go to the, um, I guess it's the drafting uh, section. Like, architects. They use really, like, stuff like that. I use those kind of pencils. And this one time, I don't even know what I was doing. I think I was flipping the pencil around to erase something. And, uh... I stabbed myself in the nipple.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah I'm just going to come out and say it.
1: I'm just going <laughs> to say it. It it was I ha- like it broke the skin. I had oh, to wow. I had drew to, some blood. Yeah, I had to put a band-aid on my nipple. It was the most humiliating thing. I mean, was obviously, it the left one or the right one? Um, I think I think it was the right one. Oh man. How that for <laughs> Not left the lane? right one.
2: <laughs> How's that for left
0: lane? Uh, there you go. <laughs> wow. Well,
1: okay, so now everyone knows I have nipples. I can't believe it! Wow, <laughs> the secret's out. <laughs> it's right. pretty dumb, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, I can't. I couldn't imagine stabbing myself in the nipple and, and <laughs> it being uh, uh, it hurting enough to
1: talk about it on yeah <laughs> on a podcast. That <laughs> yeah, really happened. Yeah. All right,
0: Luke, go ahead and read us our last question for us. What's the most useless talent you have? Most <laughs> useless talent. This right here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Uh, Well, I I studied the blade. It's not really useless, but it's pretty... I mean, I'm not going to get in a... What is it? The blade? I'm a sword fighter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Forgot about... I mean, it's not useless because it does have... I mean, I'm learning a lot about the discipline and, you know, being fit and history and all that. But it's not like I'm going to get in a duel anytime soon, you know? And also, I wouldn't even say I'm particularly talented at it, but, you know.
2: (laughs) I would say bird whistling.
1: Ooh. Bird whistling. You got one. It's right not am?
2: like super like big with like. Let's
0: get. Let's hear an example. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Ooh. That's impressive. Yeah. If my throat's a little dry. Would be better. I tell you what though, bad. if
0: I wasn't paying attention and if it was kind of like that Godzilla noise earlier, I yeah. <laughs> might think that's an actual bird. <laughs> I would say for me, this is just off the top, and I don't know if it's useless or what it is, but I used to play Guitar Hero with my thumb and only my thumb, mm. I and mean, you have all those different buttons that's and you impressive. think about. But I, I, I didn't, whenever I started playing it, I didn't try it the regular way because mm-hmm. I didn't know the right way to do it. So yeah. I just started doing it with my thumb. And I was like, this is very interesting. And I got pretty good at it. On expert level? Oh, yeah. I could oh, do it. Talking... Now I couldn't do no fire in the flames or nothing like that, but I could do it. <laughs> I could do it a few of the songs.
1: I'm, c- I'm confused. Are you talking about just your thumb on the color buttons? Yeah. Like your whole, like no, the... you, That's you sit saying. the guitar,
0: you sit the guitar on your lap. And you sit there, and you're like, it's like you're playing a man. What's that little stringed instrument? Like that a like, sitar It's or like you're playing a sitar, so, sort of.
1: I don't know, dude. That sounds. Got I can't
0: ha- do it anymore. But back oh. back in the days when I used to play guitar. You've got here, lightning storms like, so or something. Though, yeah.
1: Well, I guess we all have useless talents that <laughs> we dedicate much of our life to. All right, that's, well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's going to wrap it up for this week on The Revolution Solution. Be sure to like us on Facebook and submit your question, whether it be on Facebook or through revolution.fm. You can go to our podcast page, click on The Revolution Solution, and submit your question there. Um,
1: you see, the, the, the types of questions we answer are not always a uh, controversial <laughs> and life-changing. So We also
0: do the fun stuff as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, so tune back next week. Thanks for joining us this week, Luke. For myself and Left Lane, this has been the Revolution Solution, and we will see you next time.
1: We won't see you.
0: We'll we'll talk to you. We'll
1: talk to we'll talk at you. At
0: you'll you, will sit here and next talk time. back at us while we can't respond to you because this is recorded. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wonder if it's like a football game, how you're like, you go, go, go. They think they <laughs> can they're hear like, you, but they're, they're they like, can. yeah, they're like yelling
0: at us. I hope somebody's doing it. That'd be my dream. Everybody is arguing against us or for us in some way, shape,